Hi, welcome to Growing Through It, Stories from the Ground Up. In today's episode, we go into a person's stories who's turned their life around through the support of the people around them. There's a creator out there that believes in me that I can do it because everybody, nobody goes through life with like no mistakes, you know? So I feel like everything I've gone through has helped me grow into the person I am and to the person that wants to help other people. Join us and listen to the story of an actively growing person whose life continues to go up from their own hard work. They were aware of the growing issues and still pulled through to being a reliable, sober, and overall hardworking individual. Growing through it shares stories from young people who all have the common experience of being a part of Roots to Harvest, a human-centered, food-focused, not-for-profit in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Please take into consideration that this story may be heavy to some listeners as it includes mentions of drug addiction. We urge you to take breaks when needed, or if you are in a rough headspace, save this podcast for a better day. If needed, check out the show notes for resources in Canada. Thank you, and let's jump right into it. So it says you started at Roots to Harvest through your grade 12 co-op class. What was the class that you took? I don't know if it was through I like specifically one class. It was just my co-op teacher, Dr. Dakar, that offered me the position. What was the position? To start working at Volunteer Pool, YP, and uh, or AP. Or AYP. AYP, yeah. For the uh, summer, and uh, I could get two credits out of it. Was Roots to Harvest your first job? Yes, it was. I learned a lot there, um, gardening, field trips, kind of. Which aspect did you enjoy the most out of working with Roots Harvest? Working as a group. Everybody got really close there, and I felt like it was kind of people I can talk to. They've all been through their own things, and it was great to have people to relate with. Did you find that offered even a, a sense of comfort? Yeah. I usually get really anxious going to new places, but going to Roots, I felt really comfortable. Did you make any lasting connections with the people there? A couple people, yeah. Yeah, I still talk to them now and then. We'll go for a walk or whatever. So it says you also worked for them a second time through Kim? Yes. I was going through my own personal things, and uh, I was at a pretty low point of my life where I haven't been working for a couple of years. She offered me help. I uh, didn't take it at first until, you know, I felt ready to. I got in contact with her, and she told me that she would give me a chance to prove myself that I wanted to work and build something. So I started volunteering a couple of times. She offered me the second job. That's nice. What was your uh, second experience like compared to the first? It was more challenging because I was still transitioning myself, trying to better myself. It was hard to get up every day to go, but uh, I pushed myself to do it, and um, they were really supportive there. Would you say that was like a good impact on your life from doing that? Yeah, it's actually changed a lot in my life. I was getting really bored of not having a job or anyone to hang out with, having to um, let go of a lot of my friends. So going to Roots, it gave me a circle of friends that I can get along with, talk with, and start working with. I don't think I would be working at Shoppers Drug Mart right now if I didn't start working at Roots last summer. So you said working with Roots to Harvest that it seems like they really put effort into each and every staff member. What were certain things that they did that impacted your life that you still carry with you to this day? Well, if someone was having a hard day, they would, well, the morning would start out, how is your, like, how are you? How was your night? Is everything okay? If you seemed upset, uh, they would take you somewhere private, ask you what's wrong. Sometimes people would tell them, sometimes people wouldn't. I mainly, I connected with one of my supervisors there. He was kind of like my uh, person to leak everything to that was going on with myself. And that was helpful, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. 
How would you say that that's different from um, like any other job that you've worked? Well, I don't think I would have opened myself up to my boss that I currently have like that. Um, it just felt more comfortable and like trusting to uh, talk with him. Do you still remain in contact with that person or? I do. Yeah, he's actually the one that asked me about this program. What did that change look like for you, like on a personal level? It looked like a lot because before I was drinking and using other stuff daily, I gave up on working and my family and everything and it changed everything. So most certainly like a positive experience or impact in your life. Oh, yes. Yes. I learned a lot. Got to do a lot. I got to feel trusted. How did people putting trust in you like change your outlook? Well, it made me more confident on actually going to hand out more resumes to find another job for when the season ended with Roots to Harvest. I was still really nervous to do that. And I even talked to uh, some of my supervisors at Roots about it and they got me through it. And then I felt better to keep on going back to uh, shoppers. So after working with Roots, you were able to stay connected with some of the staff members? Yes. Well, would you say you've come out of your service in a positive way than when you started there? I feel like I came out stronger. I came out a lot better. That's good. <laughs> How do you feel about being back here? Would you say it's like coming full circle almost, being a different person from when you started? Almost, yeah. You know, um, I've even had some of the workers uh, tell me like, Ashley, you've grown so much. You look so different. You act different. You know, you're more mature. And uh, it's really, uh, I feel like it's a blessing for them to be saying that to me because I like to think so that I've grown into the person I'm trying to be anyway. Yeah, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel happy. A little bit nervous. Now I'm like, oh, crap. If I, uh, you know, if I slip, I'm letting so many people down. So I don't, I don't want to. Would you say that it even like changed the way that you see yourself? Yeah, a little bit anyway. It's, uh, it's getting better. I still can't seem to let, like, I can't let go of some of the things I've done or seen. But um, it's helping me gain more confidence. You're in a place where you want to stay sober and everything for yourself? Yes, for sure. For sure. If you don't mind sharing, like what does sobriety look like to you? What did it take to get there? It took a lot. At first, it was more uh, not really being sober, but trying to be sober. You know, I would be sober for about three days and then I would use and then it was two weeks and then same thing. And uh, it took a lot out of me. I feel like it made me pretty tired. Again, uh, Roots really helped with that because I actually just got sober two months before I started to work with them last summer. Working with them, it helped me stay more on a straight road because I didn't want to lose my job. And, uh, you know, with the support of supervisors I had there, I didn't want to miss that opportunity to grow myself. Did you find like with that you maybe realized what your potential triggers were and were able to rid yourself of them to carry on? Yeah, well, I actually had to avoid a whole uh, certain area of Thunder Bay. Um, <laughs> what was that like? It must have been difficult. It was really difficult. I mean, every time I drove through there, I would kind of, you know, stare at a few houses and uh, I would keep going. But uh, there was always that little urge to go back. But uh, now it's been eight months and I think I, I can successfully drive past those houses and not even care. It's really great. And I don't think I could have done it without work. What was your journey like becoming clean from substance abuse? Well, it was very hard. At first, I didn't do anything for about six months. I just kind of stayed in my bedroom and uh, stayed off Facebook. My family kept me going through it because they would always be around, always asking me to go to the park or something. So it gave me something to do. There was a few times I slipped, but 
I always, I felt horrible about it because I knew that's not what I wanted to do or how I wanted to be. So I would, uh, I would talk to my mom about it. She's somebody that supported me through it. And um, she's kept me clean because she still has my back no matter what. Would you say you've changed for the better since joining Restarvish? Yes, I'm a lot more positive. I've wanted to give up a few times, but I keep trying because I know I've got support from Rooster Harvest, from my family, from uh, friends that I've met there. You know, there's been a few people from that group that have told me if I ever need them that I can contact them. You know, they want to hang out. They want to make sure I'm doing good and keep doing good. Sounds like you're managing like very well. Are there any um, tips or thoughts that you keep in mind while going through such things? Well, uh, don't keep things to yourself. When you're struggling with something, tell somebody. Don't just, you know, keep it to yourself as it will probably lead you back to using. Do you think you're at the point where now you can support others? Yes, that's what I want to do, actually. I want to start working in mental health and addiction. I haven't got into it yet, but (laughs) that's the main thing I keep thinking and talking about. So it's something I really want to do. I don't think I'm completely ready, but I hope in a couple more years I will be after finding myself adventure a little bit. What are your next steps in heading into that direction? I don't know. Just keep being sober, keep working, keep doing things that make me feel better. Um, Like what? My main one is working. My other one's hanging around my family. The other ones, I like going for drives. You know, I will... If I see someone post a sad status, I'll go and see how they are. Right now with COVID, I can't really go out and see people. So that's the only main thing that keeps me from going and like catching up with them. If they're using, I want to offer to bring them for a coffee, but COVID. Right. How do you how do you manage reaching out to others during such a time? Facebook has helped out a lot. Messenger. Um, I'll message them, I'll call them and they'll chat with me for a few hours. So besides like the support from your mom, you said that you've gotten a lot of support from Bruce to Harvest. Did it take a while to get that? Did you know that you've always had it? Well, uh, there was a supervisor that I've seen back in um, my grade 12, Gavin. I already kind of knew him. So he would ask how I've been, you know, check up on me. And he realized I was going through some struggles. Uh, That summer, I lost a friend and Gavin noticed something, right? So he asked me if I was okay. And I started crying. I wasn't okay. Do you find that you yourself have been getting an adequate amount of support during COVID and whatnot? Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't think it's really... My work is what keeps me sane through these times. I just really wish I could go out there more and be more supportive to other people that are now struggling. So you have a lot of supportive people around you, but where do you think you would be if they weren't there? I would not be clean today. Are there other steps that you've taken? No, and that's something I feel like I need to finish, you know, like going to an actual counseling meeting or someone to talk to, to like kind of splurge my ideas. Do you think you're going to look at going to schooling for helping with other people with addiction? I've been wanting to, yes, but it's a lot of money. So that's what I'm currently saving up for. You also have a dog. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Precious. She's about 12 years old now. She's getting really old, but she uh, she enjoys our walks. Another main thing, because I stay home mostly to be with her, you know, she is getting older and she's been with me for eight years. So I, uh, I don't want to lose any more time with her that I already did. Do you take her anywhere special? Yes. We love going to the Cascades. We like to try different trails there. We've gone all the way down to Troll Bridge to Centennial. It's a really nice walk. So do you say like a part of your healing is going for walks and being outside in nature? Yeah, definitely. Before all this, I used to be like a tomboy-ish You know, I would always be able to camp. And then, like, I feel like I kind of lost myself through all of it. So it's been a really hard time trying to find who I am again. 
How do you go about like finding yourself? I just try to get up in the morning. I know walks make me feel good. Other kind of things, you know, like fishing, like just being out on a lake for like hours at a time. It's, um, I feel like it's really good for my spirit. Was there like a particular moment in time where you felt like you had lost yourself? Yes. <laughs> Would you say that was a, a turning point for you? Yes, definitely. I um I never even thought about going to school until I used myself. And then all those things happened, right? I lost people. I lost myself. I lost like 20 pounds. I um somewhere I don't want to be and I hate pe- I hate seeing people in that position. Would you say like change is hard to come by? Yeah, especially if you have no backup support, right? Like you need people to remind you that that's not who you are. Like you're better. It doesn't mean you're any less when you're using it. Just some people get into the partying lifestyle and then it escalates, you know, and then they find themselves using a drug that they can't get off of. So would you say being in that position made you more understanding to those kind of struggles? It definitely did, because now when I see people walking on the streets, I don't just think, oh, hey, a drug abuser. I think that's somebody's son, that's somebody's mom, that's somebody's niece. I don't think I've ever noticed it as much as I do now. Does it make you feel a certain way when people speak or post about displaced individuals? Kind of makes me infuriated. (laughs) (laughs) It makes you feel a certain way. Do you do anything with that energy or educating people? Have we gotten there? Not really, no. I'll talk about it with my mom, but I mean, I haven't really been able to do much about it. It's always a place to start, even like with your friends and whatnot. But are you in a place where you want to educate others? I'd have to educate myself more. I know from personal experience. So you're in like a positive space now. What's your dream lifestyle or something to have in the future? I would want to be living in Edmonton with my dad. But that would be when I finished school and became a worker with mental health and addictions. Would you be looking into schools over there potentially? No, I have been thinking about Confederation College. I just haven't seen any openings yet. Do you think your journey this far, would you do it again? I would do it again. Um, It's all really because of roots. If I hadn't started working there, I wouldn't be financing the car or anything. You know, it took a lot of days where it was very tiring to get out of bed. But you don't regret it? I mean, I would change it, but there's no doing that. So what are um, other things that you do right now that you would say fills your bucket? Things that bring you joy. Things that bring me joy. Well, uh, I recently, my friend just gave me a smudging kit. Um, So I've been doing that in the morning, sometimes at nighttime. Um, My little sister, she loves doing it. So it's really nice when she comes downstairs and she will ask me, Ashley, can we smudge? Kind of really cute. So uh, it gets me really excited, you know, and then like I sure how to do it. And uh, it's something we both enjoy. So it's I like to believe it gives me a little uh, peace, kind of let the bad things go. So would you say you like use smudging um, to like help reduce stress and sunny? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I actually did it before uh, this morning before coming here because I knew I'd be a little bit nervous. And uh, I think it helped calm me down because it got me to the door. Um <laughs> Do you find that having that cultural aspect in itself is is more grounding to you? Well, it gives me something else to believe in, you know, like there's a creator out there that believes in me that I can do it because everybody nobody goes through life with like no mistakes, you know. So I feel like everything I've gone through has helped me grow into the person I am and to the person that wants to help other people. Does recollecting on your past help you prepare for the future? It really does. Um, It makes me more careful, too, I seem. You know, I want to um, make sure I do really good. And sometimes I doubt that I'm doing good at all. 
it definitely gives me um, the kind of direction I want to go in. I don't want to go backwards. Do you know like what that direction looks like, where it is you're going and what the next steps are besides school? Trying to um, get myself a home, you know, start a family in the far future. I'd like to move out of Thunder Bay. I feel like it's a great city. Um, Just move out of town just for a little bit, you know, get myself more educated, more stable and, you know, more financially um, independent and maybe try coming back, you know, building something here because uh, Thunder Bay is important and more people should be doing that. Would you call Thunder Bay home? Yes. Yeah. Only lived in two houses in Thunder Bay. (laughs) So you grew up here? Yes. (laughs) West side. (laughs) So how do you feel now um, about sharing a bit of your story with us? I feel like it could have gone easier. I still am really nervous, but um, I'm glad people will know that they're not alone and that there's always somebody else that can relate. Was there something in particular that um, made you do it? I just wanted to uh, see what came out of my brain, kind of pick it myself. And Rooster Harvest is just really great. So... uh, Everybody should get a chance to be with them. It sounds like it was a a very good experience working with them and remaining to have contacts with them. Well, uh, it was very like therapeutic because uh, every morning when we would get there, you know, we would stand in a circle in a group and we would do um, stretches. We would just sit down, talk, see what kind of pizza we are today. Uh, It was just really great. So it's really like the human connections that that stayed lasting you weren't never working alone, you know, it was always teamwork, something building. Um, if you if you thought you couldn't do something, they would tell you. And that was really great to hear. So if you weren't building something physical, you were building each other up. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming in today and for sharing your story with us and answering our questions. Yeah, yeah thank you. Growing Through It is a project of Rooster Harvest and a part of the Great Big Stories Project through Frame, a global network of youth mental health resources. In today's episode, you heard Lack Williams and Shana Twans interviewing a past participant of Roots to Harvest. Roots to Harvest lives, works, and plays on the traditional territories of the Fort William First Nation people, signatories to the Robinson Superior Treaty of 1850. We strive to not only learn from and with, but also reconcile our relationship with the Anishinaabe people in this area who have cared for and stewarded this land for centuries. Each episode was recorded at Roots to Harvest in Thunder Bay with sound engineering by the folks at Podigy. Growing Dirt is thankful for the mentorship and guidance from J.L. Chung and John Thompson, as well as Cornelius Beaver, a supporting member of the interview team. We also want to thank the brave folks who showed up to share their stories and let a larger community learn from and connect to their experiences.